Yeah. Happy New Year again, Happy everybody. New Year. Happy it, New Year. Uh, it feels a little bit better today. We got a little bit, a very small bit of good news about Damar Hamlin over the last several hours. Yeah. So that, that that's good, Al. I guess, you know, no news is always like we talked about yesterday, a little bit scary, but we've heard things like promising readings and promising signs of progress coming out of uh, Damar Hamlin's representatives and family oxygen members. Levels and have oxygen improved. levels have improved. Mm-hmm. So some very good news, as you heard Chris say right there, uh, we'll, we'll continue to keep you up to speed on all things uh, related to DeMar Hamlin's condition. It is still relatively the same what we saw yesterday, which was he's in the ICU, he's in critical condition, he's been sedated, but there have been some very small signs of positive progress. Yeah, and that's all. I mean, really, what else can you ask for? And it's it's interesting. We are listening. Was the one yesterday, was, was that the one with Max where they're talking about don't expect, it was one of the doctors, don't expect news today. Mm-hmm. And that, I, that one kind of hit me, and it was all of a sudden it kind of changed some of my expectations. Like, hey, it might be okay not to get news, you know? So um, a little bit of the news that we got, like you mentioned, still, still obviously in intensive care. And, um, yeah, any sliver of hope that you could take, you take it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and and it's, like you said, Dr. Benjamin Abella was the guy that okay. we were talking about yesterday. And just that this is pretty typical in cases like this where you can go days and sometimes there's very little information and it doesn't really push you in one direction or the other. It's not necessarily bad news. It's not necessarily good news. It's just no news. You're waiting to find out uh, what happens next. And as I mentioned, we'll, we'll certainly keep you up to speed there. Uh, you did not come to work right before we all disappeared for the holidays. You got, you got wiped out. Like I, I, I'll be honest. Yeah. I was a little like, eh, I don't know. Maybe the jersey was kind of you know, just right before the holidays. Maybe he's thinking. I believe Taylor dubbed it a Sliwa special. Uh, I'll take that. But you got you were banged up pretty good. Huh? Yeah, I was a ninja for years. You've still been a ninja. <laughs> You're still on the never got it before. As, Finally, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I got you know I got it. I was kind of starting to feel it a couple days before, but got COVID and kind of took me out for six seven days. And here's the thing. It wasn't that like, long. Yeah, it did. It's not that the world was, I just had no energy. Yeah. I just couldn't do anything. I just couldn't get out of bed. I mean, just imagine how much NBA TV I watched. You could only <laughs> imagine how much Sacramento <laughs> Kings basketball I saw. Um, <laughs> but I, I couldn't, and it, it's funny. Did you log like multiple hours a day of NBA TV? Um, Probably. There was a lot of good sports going on. So it's kind of like uh, the NBA... The NBA didn't take exclusivity. The NBA should not take exclusivity in December. No. But it was pretty much taking exclusivity. Uh, there was a lot of I NBA just TV. Like, oh, it's just, you yeah. post up watching Minnesota against Atlanta just in the middle of the day for no reason. Yesterday. Just some random game. Yesterday I had on in the background. This is this is what the NBA League Pass has done to me. Sacramento taking on the Utah Jazz. It's a hell of a game. <laughs> hell you of a game. Should have invited Taylor over. You could have watched it together. One seventeen, one fifteen. I think I was that was a fun home. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure you were. So I, I definitely watched some of that. Yeah, I have not. Um, you know, I, I John told me during one of the broadcasts, "Hey Al, I got your back." I put on the jersey, put on the Kings jersey. I'm like, I appreciate that, John, but obviously I still have to. Yeah, he had like, I, I believe, and it's been it's been a couple of weeks now at this point, but I, yeah. I want to say that the Lakers were playing that night. I think they had another game that night, and John was dressed to go do the Laker game. It so he been, had, you know, which one again? It was the Charlotte game. It might have been. Yeah, and, and he so he had on his 
work attire, like his his play by play attire. Right, he'll not come his in, talk he'll show come host in today attire. and he'll have his suit on. Right, <laughs> right. So he had the what was it ty- was it uh, white uh, chocolate? Jason Williams. Yeah, yeah, Jason Jason Williams. He had the white chocolate jersey on over his suit shirt. I was it surprised was, he did it. Was it. He was a sacrificial lamb. I was pretty hot, mad at you, Sure, I was, you know, thinking sure. you were faking being sick. But yes. you know, Ireland came in and. You know, settle it down. I love how that's where you guys went. Slee was faking being sick. Well, you, your reaction I mean, the first time was so severe. You're, you're like you were putting it on like it was covered in Ebola and radioactivity. That I had never put maybe, on a Sacramento Kings <laughs> well, jersey. Yeah, but okay? you that was very difficult. You survived. You got it was, through it. Yeah. It doesn't um, like it's not like it's a different kind of jersey. It, it just goes on. The same what team? What team? Like the what rest team? Of Emily. Do you despise the most in the NFL? I would I would wear any jersey. I would but what wear team a Duke do you despise the most? I would I would wear. Have a you ever wore jersey. a Duke basketball jersey? <laughs> I haven't, jersey. but it's not like I would. If I bring I you in a Duke basketball head. jersey, will you wear but it when I they should. play Virginia? She would have worn it had Virginia gotten beat by Duke exactly. and someone else in the building had made a wager with her. I believe well, I was she putting would have done it on. It. It's not that I wasn't putting. It on. I was just very hesitant to put it on. Yeah, well, and you didn't leave it on for very long. It was it on was for ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, I think ten minutes. Then it took a ten minute break, maybe a half hour. Break. A little longer that, than that, that for another Given hour. That un- information, you can see why. You know, I thought you might be faking it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that he called it a Sliwa but... special. That was uh, that was the highlight of the day. For I don't me. know why I like up. that. The Sliwa special. I sounds. Why does? Well, why do the, I like the that? The Sliwa special is missing the talk show to do the pregame. That's the Sliwa special. That's what he dubbed the. Sliwa I was special. suffering. I was. I was hurting. Did you do? Did you do it from okay. the bed? Did you just put your headset on and you lie there and talk about the the upcoming game? No joke. I did not do that this time around. Last year when I took the booster, you, you took the booster? I have. Did it take you out? Booster took me out, but it was only 24 hours. Uh, yeah, like for it was, a few hours I felt crappy, but nothing where it like wiped me out. Oh, I was wiped out. It was, I would do an update and then I'd just go right back into bed. For the booster? For the booster. Not as not as severe this time around. This I For the actual the, disease, you were able to sit in the chair for 20 minutes at a time? Yeah, the booster the booster got me like Yeah, but not I'm not talking about the booster. Me. I'm talking about when you were sick last week. So yeah, that wasn't as bad as the booster. <laughs> really? Believe it or not, you no. Just gone around licking but light the difference the difference was if you could get the disease. The booster was twenty four hours. This one was like just dragging on. Like six days in. I'm like, really? Can't figure this out? <laughs> well, you're you're here. A lot of Dayquil, a lot of NyQuil. Yeah, well, one of those I like, one of those I don't like. The the light and the NyQuil will let you sleep a little bit, which, you know, trying to get well, that's a good... Dayquil makes me go crazy. It, it like it makes me hallucinate <laughs> or something. I, there's nothing in there. There's some oh, I'm, secret I'm with you on that, that messes me up. I'm with you on that. The, the, the Dayquil... Even the Nyquil actually makes me go crazy as well because I'm not. I don't take medicine very often. I don't take. I don't take that stuff. The Dayquil, I'm with you. I'm just like, I don't know what the hell is going on. You don't. You feel. I feel not good. Like you don't feel the same sick, but you feel less like yourself. I guess is a way of putting. I was it. like. I'm like, am I high? I don't know what the hell's going on here. No, it's not as good as that. <laughs> that, that I'm familiar with, am, and that I seek out. And am enjoy. I in a bad high? Like I felt like I was <laughs> yeah. in a, I was yeah, tripping out. Closer, closer. That like, certainly I, happens. Did I get another dog? Why are there two dogs in here? That certainly. <laughs> you're seeing double, double rookies. Yeah. Why? Why is one of them white? I thought that the other one was yellow. I guess I should feed him again. <laughs> How did rookie deal with all of your lineup? Oh, he's chilling. Yeah. Got, was yeah, he mellow or was he climbing the walls? Mellow. Really? Yeah, it's Did almost he as if, 
No, I don't think he did. But I think he was like, this is awesome, so you're just going to hang out here all day? <laughs> he was just hanging out all day. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to get caught up on. Obviously, we were gone for a little while. There's been a million things going on. USC has a, a real problem. Uh, that that I don't oh, know <sighs> if I've seen something happen that fast. Where where just the whole we've gone literally yeah. a full circle. Oh, I got some questions for you on that. We, we've gone from hey, let's see if this works. The program's nowhere. To hey, this looks pretty good. To they're going to the Final Four. They won the Heisman Trophy. To hey, that was a disaster in the Pac-12 championship game. But to yeah, they got a defensive problem, and if they don't fix this, then they're right back where they were. That all happened in the span of four weeks. Freaking roller coaster. Yeah, you're right. Absolute roller coaster. It's, funny because i i was thinking about you when that game was going on the pac-12 championship game no the uh the the, the cotton, bowl. cotton bowl i'm thinking about you i'll tell you what i was thinking about you because you said um you said look i know it doesn't look good right now but when caleb williams goes and and accepts the heisman trophy mm-hmm. and the university of southern california all of a sudden has you know, arguably, or maybe it's not even an argument, the best player in college football, and he's representing USC, that you're going to forget about all this in a couple of months. And I, I was actually with you on that. I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's a you pretty strong argument. You had forgotten about it until about two minutes to go in the Cotton Bowl because okay. Caleb Williams went crazy again. Okay, but I, I then I'm thinking of the Cotton Bowl, and that game is going on, and they have what you think is a comfortable lead. And again, it's not... <laughs> Who are they playing? They're not playing a team. They're they're not going up it against Ohio, Ohio State. State. Right. They're not going up against any of those squads. So in my head, I'm like, okay, they obviously want to win this game. Caleb Williams didn't have to play, and you could have said, hey, I have injuries, whatever the case is. No, no, he was there, and he was playing. And played great. And played great. And then the exact same thing of the reason why they're not in the college football championship happens again. And in my head, I'm like, I wonder if that, that shine that we were talking about that, hey – let the Pac-12 championship go away. That shine's still yeah. going to be there. I think it did change after it, that combo. It changed, and I think it will change back again by the time that we circle back to you know late summer and you're getting ready to, to start the games all up over again and when the transfer portal is done and guys are done moving around and the recruiting classes are confirmed and you know pe- people are going to move around. But now it has gone from a this is the team to keep your eye on. This is the team that has the Heisman Trophy winner coming back, the guy that will likely be the number one pick in the draft in 2024. All of these things that are incredibly exciting, but there's the giant yeah, but at the back of all of that stuff. Yeah, we're going to win the Pac-12. Yeah, we're the favorite to win it. Yeah, we're going to go do this, that, and the other thing. But Yeah, we can't get a stop if our life depended on it. It's it's incredible because we'll, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit. Some of the numbers... Are, they're not just bad. They're literally like college football historic bad. They're, really, they're, really one, bad? they're one of the worst teams in all of college football defensively. It's not just that they, they're they not as good as the offense. Their their defenses are worse than teams like San Jose State and Boise. And it just it's, it's a weird combination of things. So we'll certainly do that. We've got Rams stuff to get caught up on. The NFL playoffs are, are just around the corner. And, of course, we'll talk about uh, more about DeMar Hamlin and – not just his his status and and his health, but mm-hmm. what actually happened a couple of nights ago, and what we're going to talk about, and, and and what the NFL has to do to figure this the out. Ripple effect. There, mm-hmm. there are some logistical issues that mm-hmm. have to be figured out. You know, obviously we were talking about it yesterday, canceling the game or postponing the game or suspending whatever 
terminology you want to use. Yeah. It was clearly the right decision, but now you're into the, okay, what do we do now? Because eventually the week that game now. needs to be played. Game, by the way, coming up on Saturday. As in there are games sure. coming up on Saturday. Yeah, For sure. There's a lot of things to get into, but we'll stick with SC. And just how bad is that defense? As bad as you think it is, it was worse. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If you guys know anything about me, or listeners, if you know anything about me, you know that I love trivia. I go crazy for it. I'm very competitive about it. I like going to play trivia places. And so today is actually National Trivia Day. So I thought it'd be kind of fun if I, like, throughout the show I throw out some random trivia questions and maybe see if you guys know the answers to them. And if you know them, we can uh, have people on uh, call in or tweet at us. So Are you any good at trivia, yeah. Al? Uh, not that good. No, like <laughs> not not even sports stuff, or just generally speaking. Like if we broke out a Trivial Pursuit board, would you hold your own, or would you be dead I weight? Haven't played Trivia Pursuit. You know who does random stuff? Is Michael doing the pregame show? He'll say Lakers he are taking on the Suns, and he'll say how far is the sun from <laughs> Earth, <laughs> and give me within a hundred miles. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know that. Michael. Yeah, well, nobody knows that. Yeah. that that's that could just make it up. How does anybody really know for sure? That that feels made up to me. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd do something that like. I think we all might know something about. So uh, today's the anniversary of the 2006 Rose Bowl between USC and Texas. And so all the trivia questions are going to be related to that topic. Vince think, Young. <laughs> no. Uh, and I think Travis knows the answer to this one. But what broadcaster's last game was the 2006 Rose Bowl? Yeah, that's that's an easy one. Do, do you want me to give you the answer? No, uh, Alan, do you know? No, I don't know. Taylor? Blank. I don't know. <laughs> so actually, let's let's hold it. Let's let's reveal it in the next segment. If you guys know, tweet at me and think and give me the answer. It's a great call too. In one of the most, I shouldn't say the most, and arguably the greatest college football game ever played. It is a perfect call to the end of the game for the end of a legendary broadcast career. If you if that doesn't give it to you, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> so right? we'll play the sound and we'll reveal the answer in the next segment. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what did you do for uh, New Year's? Did you do anything fun? Did you just kind of knock around the house? What did you do? Were you still very, banged up? Very low-key on New Year's. But, um, bro, these college games, if there was ever a time, every time where I've made the argument that college football, these final games, Here we go again. <laughs> that these final games are so good, that that's one of the best sports days 
uh, tell me that it did not live up to the expectations. I like how you've staked out this piece of real estate, how you are the one who likes college yes. football. <laughs> this yes. is You guys don't understand, college football no, no, no. is really Just great. this final day. <laughs> this final day is amazing. It was. This time it was. There were two great games. So, I hate that TCU won, but I, it was a terrific, Yeah, but terrific your reason for why you hate Too t- many people in the community. Too many people in my specific neighborhood that root for so TCU. So let me get this so right. I don't like to see let anybody Let me get happy. this right. <laughs> there are people within your community yes. that are all TCU fans. Yes. Randomly or family goes or whatever it yes. is. Yes. Okay. And because they represent, by the way, not Ohio State, not Georgia, not yeah. Alabama, not one of those programs. Texas Christian. Texas Christian University, because they are rocking their gear, you actively root for them to lose yes. against Michigan? Against anybody. Doesn't make it be against Baylor. It could be against SMU. I don't. I just. I don't want anybody to have something that I process. can't have. Give me the thought process. It's that. I, I it's that simple. Why well, don't? I, if I can't enjoy it, I don't want you to be able to enjoy it. I, I want to be able to enjoy the thing that I like, and I don't really want you to have something that I can't enjoy equally. And I don't have any rooting interest in see in, in seeing TCU win these games. So like I get it. I want to watch you lose. The Yankees, Duke, the yeah. Patriots, yeah. TCU. Eh. And I like I like teams that matter, and they don't, they're going to go right back to being what they were before. And then well, maybe that one time, no, not the one time. I don't want them to have the one time. I want them to be like I don't know Oklahoma State. Just go be over there. Did go you, be a thing. Did you watch both games? I did. Okay, so this is New Year's Eve. Timing of it was awesome. Usually Lakers play on New Year's Eve. They're not playing. So, anyways, everything worked out. I'm sitting there with um, sitting there with my girl for the Alabama and or I'm sorry the uh, Georgia and uh, Ohio State game mm-hmm. and look she's not watching she doesn't watch sports period but for some reason she sits on the couch and we basically watch the entire game together bro it's hilarious hilarious watching her get that excited about a game that she has no idea about. She knows nothing about what's going on or any of that stuff. Uh, is that a sack? Yes, that is a sack. You know, like <laughs> asking questions like that. But even somebody who has zero ties to any of this, right, does not watch football at all. Those games were so exciting. Well, you didn't know who's going to win right until the very end. And there were two, There one upset did come through. The other, Georgia hadn't had a game come within feel, what felt like five touchdowns all season long. And you were deep into the fourth quarter, and yeah. you had no idea how this thing was going to unfold. Ohio State had a chance to kick it at the end. It was a, does a terrible, terrible kick, but you know it happens. Whatever. Uh, yeah, they, they I, were I actually great games. Going to win the game, they they yeah. certainly had a great chance. They're mm-hmm. they're really good. They lost one game to another team that's was really in the top really four. good. Yeah, they, that yeah. that wasn't that one was far that they were able to hang was less surprising to me than TCU Beating pulled the upset. Because TCU's, they're, they're good. All, all of my nonsense aside, yeah. they're they're a very good team. I just, I don't know. I like to see the, the I, to use your point, the Final Four. I like seeing Duke and North Carolina. It makes sense to me. I like seeing UCLA and Kentucky. It, 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 it feels right. The World Series should have the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Braves, the teams that, if all of a sudden you just you have a World Series where the, uh, Minnesota Twins, sorry Taylor, my go-to are in there. It's like, well, this feels weird. I don't want him to have a nice thing that I can't have. I got to root against him. This is this is my thing. If it's not my team, rude. I don't want anybody to win. No, the underdog. I, I'm always going. For <laughs> I know them. you do. I always know you like for them. I don't like that. I, I like I like the teams. That I don't belong. think the ratings like the underdog either. I no. think they do want the two powerhouses. They like good games for sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's SC, right? SC. You ready for this? They lost three games this year, right? Mm-hmm. They lost two to Utah and they lost to Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. They give up 46 points to Tulane. 
They gave up 43-47 and 47 to Utah. Yep. A couple of weeks before the Pac-12 championship game, they gave up 45 points to UCLA. They won, but they gave up 45 points to UCLA. They gave up 533 yards in the Pac-12 championship game. They gave up 539 yards in the Cotton Bowl. They are ranked 119th out of, do you want to take a guess at how many college football, Division One college football programs there are? Defensive rating. They're 119 out of, anybody? 131. Oh, my God. So there are only 12 teams in the whole. And, and by the way, that's the MAC. That's the Sun Belt. Sure. That's, the, that, that's all it's of everyone. them. Mountain West. That's yep. everybody. Mm-hmm. USC, which overnight built an offensive juggernaut. Overnight, they put together an offense that was so good that they had Caleb Williams win a, a Heisman Trophy, that they're going to have NFL players all over the. They couldn't find one guy to make a tackle. You can't find one person to get a stop because everything that Lincoln Riley didn't get done at Oklahoma yep. is what didn't get done in this first year at SC. And yes, people are bullish on the offense. And yes, Caleb Williams is that good and mm-hmm. that exciting to watch. You can't ask the man to score you 50 points a game. That's an unrealistic ask of anybody. 50 or 43, 47, and 45, and 46 in four of your last five games? That just simply is not acceptable, and I don't I don't know how you fix it because you've said it before. Doesn't he know? Don't 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 you know that you have to go? And and I say the same thing you every time. Yeah. People do the same stupid thing over and over again. That's just human nature that you constantly do the same thing. And we've gone from I don't know what Lincoln Riley's going to do mm-hmm. to this is awesome to they might go to the Final Four to oh my God that was a disaster right back to I don't know if this is going to work at all in what. A month and a half, two months. So I, I, I don't think I'm as. Um, I, I think USC is going to. It was an important year. It was a critical year. It was a growth year, and I think they accomplished most of the stuff. Look, if they if they beat Tulane, I think our conversation would be a little bit different. Not that not that you justify how much they give up on the defensive side. What I, I think I have the bigger issue with is, and and I I, I know we're we're kind of beating a dead horse here this is why Oklahoma never won a national championship they could get to the college football championship um I I was seeing this I think it was Lendell White I think it was um there was a there was a few former USC players that were active during that game it's like what are we doing here there's no why, why even play if this is Tulane it's not like you're taking on the the big powerhouses, or it's not like you're, you're in the you're college right. football You're right. This was not Georgia or Alabama mm-hmm. or Ohio. Tulane is better than their name represents, but you're right. This was not a team that – they're not going to put 20 guys in the NFL next year. You would just think that okay, if there's a game SC could maybe take control of, maybe SC – and you can't, you can't be so dependent on your offense to do everything. It, it puts a little bit of taste in what was a very successful USC season to an extent – I think now you start kind of looking at it, and now you're poking holes. Lincoln Riley seemed untouchable a month ago. Lincoln Riley seemed like, hey, this guy can do no wrong. Wow, this guy came in and instantly changed the scope of USC that quick. I'm not saying it's all gone. I'm just saying that there's a lot more articles and stories and conversations about how Lincoln Riley cannot or has not adjusted from a defensive standpoint since he was in Oklahoma, and then he gets this opportunity here at SC. It's the same thing, and you could – you. You felt it unfold, right? They give up the touchdown. They were they were ahead by sixteen or fifteen, excuse me, yeah. with just a shade over four minutes to go. Mm-hmm. They give up a touchdown. Then they have the botched special teams play that pins them super deep in their own end. They give up the safety. Yep. They get the ball, and all of these things just led to 
the same problem over and over and over again. And you kept waiting. Okay, they're going to get a stop. There's no way they give up. What was it, two fourth-down conversions on the final drive for the game-winning touchdown? You thought at some point SC would have somebody that would make a tackle. And and Lincoln Riley was talking about it after, about how they were going through all these the long runs, the long pass plays. You're going to give up one here or there. Mm-hmm. But all season long, go back to – they had this goes back. What did I say to you? I don't know four or five weeks since I said SC is really good, but they're they're going to lose games because they can't stop anybody. Mm-hmm. It took a lot longer for it to finally show yeah, we up. We thought it would happen either versus UCLA, yeah. or Notre Dame, or one of those. They games. kept dodging bullets along mm-hmm. the way, and Utah was a really good team and got them twice. And then Tulane, who's a good team, I don't know if they're a great team, but they're a good team. Yeah. And anytime you get into one of these Cotton or if you're at, going to the Cotton Bowl as a Tulane player is a Big deal. Of course it is. You it's see a, their fans, their fans look absolutely. like they just won a national championship. It is a big deal. Yep. They don't go to games like that. Yeah. SC going to the Cotton Bowl is a letdown. Mm-hmm. We were this close to going to the Rose Bowl. We were this close to being in the Final Four. We were this close to being one of the most important games in yeah. the entire year. The Alan Sliwa right. New Year's Eve special. New Year's Eve special. <laughs> right. And now and we got to go to the Cotton Bowl. All right, fine, whatever. And that team that kind of has that usually loses. The offense showed up. The defense didn't. So, but... I, I'll push back on that because I, I thought coming into the game as well, hey, it's not a big deal. This is it's the Cotton Bowl. They're going up against Tulane. They played like it was a big deal. The offense did. They did. <laughs> but what did the defense do? Yeah. The same thing they've done all year, right? So like you you actually looked at that game. That game wasn't that much different than some of the other results that you had during the season. No. Caleb Williams was great. The offense was great. They scored any time they wanted to. And then at the end, who had the ball last? Oh, it was Tulane. Well, they're going to probably win the game because they can't get Why a can't stop. they fix it? Like when you look at how quickly they turn the offense around. They, the SC was bad last year. They're yeah. bad. And then they're overnight, overnight they got really good on one side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I get it. Lincoln Riley's reputation, his relationship with Caleb Williams. And yeah. it, I, I, I get why it was better, but mm-hmm. I don't get why it was the only side that got fixed. You would think if somebody I, in the room would say, hey, guys, I love all these players, but yeah. you know, half the game we have to be on the other side of the ball. Should we, should we not address that at some point? I, I will. Probably not the best way to put it. I'll give them a free pass that, you know what, this was their first year. They did end up going, what, 11-3, and three, I think, on the season. Um, they were 4-8 and eight last year. They are exciting again. They did have a Heisman Trophy winner. I'll give them all that. But next year, if you're still having the same problems, Trav, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really just don't know what to tell you because it's not even just Lincoln Riley. It's also the university. It's also your athletic director. Hey, I know you want to do it this way. Cool. Sounds good. And when you're winning games the way you were winning and when you're a game away from making the nas- or making the, the final four, that's a different conversation. We obviously have a clear issue here. Uh, we got to address it. But it's the same issue he had at his previous stop. But but, but weren't we going to give him a second to come sure. in and, uh, and of fix course. things up? But it, put it to you this way. If they lost that game because they lost it 13-10, to 10, they just couldn't find the points. Okay, he lost the game. But it's, they when they lose, they only lose one way. Same script. They, 46 to Tulane, 43-47 and 47 to Utah. They lost three times. All of them were 43 or more points. That's that's an insane amount of points. That's seven touchdowns. It's too many. So, you mentioned it UCLA too, right? UCLA yeah, the, UCLA was, was forty five. They, now they they scored. What was it? Forty six or forty eight? They they escaped. 
escaped. They still, yeah. they still gave up 45 points. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If you're a young person and you're going to be uh, have all the highest people trying to recruit you. So you want to come to Lincoln Riley if you're an offensive player. He's going to get you a Heisman. He's going to have a Heisman candidate quarterback throwing you the ball. You're going to look amazing on the offensive side. What... And the USC built this team off of transfers. What transfer wants to come to play for, for USC to look terrible on defense? Well, that, but okay, I, I hear the, the premise I think is decent, but the answer is obvious. SC has tons of NIL money. That's mm-hmm. a big part of this right mm-hmm. now, right? SC is in the second biggest city in the country. It is a college football royalty. Right? And they're a defense away from they're competing three for a good national players championship. away from being in this thing. This mm-hmm. this isn't hey come here Sold. and be part of us building this thing over the next ten years. Yep. This isn't you're not selling to come to Arizona. It's SC. But we they had one of the best players guys. in defense this year playing for them, and they st- it still didn't make a difference. It it didn't this year, but there all the pieces you need. Yeah. You did you just need a handful of guys. And by the way, the pitch. Listen, we're not building. You are the final piece to us winning the national championship. That's a powerful argument. And you know, I'll, I'll say to this too, you have every resource you need. So it's not like SC and and even you know past um, past national contenders for USC. It's not like it was all offense. Right, no. you have you you have legitimate players of that course. have come out and had amazing success in the NFL that came on the defensive side of the ball. So very quickly, did, uh, did you guys happen to catch how the Sun Bowl unfolded? Sun Bowl, <laughs> it was the most UCLA thing I've oh, ever yeah, seen yeah, yeah, in my yeah, entire yeah. life. I was with a, a bunch of Pitt fans at my at my house, so it was it uh, was better for terrific that S- UCLA had a two touchdown lead. UCLA was gifted a final possession to win the game. They took advantage of it and scored a touchdown. And then I don't know, it was like Pitt half a second left, and, and Pitt drove goal. the field, and they missed nine tackles, and a guy kicked a fifty yard <laughs> field goal into the wind. But next year will be different. Next year is the year. Now that Chip Kelly's got you. his guys lined up, it's going to be very different. Oh, I'll tell you, you just you know now that DTR's got you know got a new guy, it's going to happen all over again. I can't wait. I'm going to say right where they want them. Five or six and zero oh, is the year. Okay, Arizona beat them. Stanford. I can't wait for it yeah, to happen all happen. over again. Now, it's I'm, nice I'm completely sold on that now. You have, <laughs> over the course of 12 months, sold me on that like Wrong. no tomorrow. It's over the course of 40 years. Yeah, but I only got it for 12 months. <laughs> 40 years. Of, no, 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 this is going to be different. No, it's not. Why? Because you told me it is? I will purchase that timeshare. <laughs> also, we have the first Ask Slee of the Year, guys. Yes. We got to send them in to us for sure. Yes, you don't get this Wednesday off. Sometimes no, Wednesday no, we is, had Monday. This is yeah, we had Monday off. Monday off, and today it's an Ask Slee. It is a classic edition kind of, of Ask Slee. Plus, Emily's got the. By the way, if you don't know the answer to that trivia question, do better, SC people. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news: ad free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to amazon.com/espn pods. That's amazon.com/espn pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm too old for this. (laughs) Fourth and five, the national championship on the line right here. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Vince Young scores. And that is the answer to our trivia question. So the trivia question was whose final uh, game as a broadcaster was the 2006 Rose Bowl. And Travis, what's the answer? Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson was the voice of the Rose Bowl seemingly forever. How old was he in that? In that game, Mm -hmm. I'd have to look it up. And my guess is about 80. Give or take, I, I I couldn't swear to it. But how he, are you that good at eighty? He's was amazing, and and what a person. <laughs> Again, like we talk about with Scully, you know that when you have the right call at the right time, and you you don't know Kirk Gibson's going to hit that home run. You don't know that Vince Young is going to do that in that. You knew that it was possible because he'd been killing them all night long, but it was just the perfect call at the perfect time in arguably the greatest college football game ever played. He was Iconic. just a, a, yes. a legend. Yeah. I believe, I could be wrong, I believe he might have been the one that coined the phrase the granddaddy of them all for the Rose mm. Bowl. I think that might have been one of his as well. So uh, I, uh, Keith Jackson is the answer. I went to, uh, so January 1st, no, January 2nd was the Rose Bowl parade, right? Mm-hmm. This year was the 2nd. When I, I think I've told you this before. My girl lives 10 minutes. It's a 10-minute walk, and you're on Colorado. Okay. So... And she's she's got it on, and it's probably like eight thirty, nine in the morning, something like that. She's got it on TV, and um, we had seen the night before. Just you know, obviously everybody's setting up and uh, people already camping out, and doing whatever they're going to do because they want to be there for the parade. I think I like cheated basically because at nine o'clock, I'm like, I had never Did been. You just walked down. I had never been. Yeah. So I'm like, what am I doing? Just I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk ten minutes. Go ten minutes. She comes with me. Take Rook with us, couple, uh, you know, couple drum sets. He's out of there. He's like, I got, I, <laughs> I don't know what the loud. hell's going on here. No, it was, it was loud. Yeah, but I, I just get in the, uh, just get right on Colorado, go from Mentor Colorado, and then I'm on, and I just literally walk like two blocks, and I sit there for ten minutes, and I feel bad because people have been sitting there. They got their full setup, <laughs> their this, their chairs, their blankets, their uh, breakfast, sure. everything set up. I'm holding a coffee mug, and I'm like. Okay, that was pretty good. And then I just walk right back. That, so I, I, growing up in Arcadia, and I, I don't want to ruin anybody that may be thinking about doing this at one point in their life. Growing up in Arcadia, which everybody knows, the very next city to the east of Pasadena, right? Mm-hmm. And the parade basically ends right before it goes into Arcadia, mm-hmm. a mile or so away. And as a young person growing up in that area, you would hear all the older kids in the neighborhood. Hey, they, they would go and they'd on New Year's Eve, they'd spend all night on Colorado Boulevard. They'd hang out with their friends and they'd bring sleeping bags and sleep on the sidewalk and they'd watch the parade. And it sounded like the most fun thing in the world that the older kids get to high school kids and all these things and go spend the night and yeah. watch the yeah. parade. One time, I finally talked my folks into letting me do it. I think I was a junior in high school. To stay the night? To spend the night yeah. on Colorado Boulevard and mm-hmm. watch the parade the next morning. And really all you want to do is run around and talk Hang around to with your buddies and, yeah. and hang with your yep. buddies and all this stuff. 
I don't know if I've ever had less fun in my entire life. This is life. why you've never gone camping since. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, first of all, it was like 30 degrees. It was so cold. It was so miserable. And then, and then what happens is, Slee, I don't know if anybody knows this about the Rose Parade. It's a parade. Horses, <laughs> bands, people waving. My man. But it's it's like it's Candy? Like, okay, it's listen, not. Listen. That's the whole no, point. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's not. I, I it's will... pretty. The, the floats are very, very yes. pretty, yes. but it's boring. Okay, wait. Even it's let's terrible. let's leave Let's leave it at this, Trev. Let's leave it as, even if you're somebody that says, hey, I'm going to turn it on TV, okay? Spend 10 minutes, okay? I kind of feel like I've seen pretty much what I needed to yeah. see. Yeah. Walking out there, and I'm with you. The night before, I was running a couple errands. I'm doing whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm running a couple I People are set up. They're already closing off the streets. I'm like, you guys are staying out here? Ow. It was 9 p.m. or something. I'm like, you guys are staying out it, here for 16 hours it, for this? And when I walked through it, and I'm like whistling on my way back, I'm like, yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah, I should do it. It was. So you're out there. You're having fun. You see you know, your buddies and some girls. And you like, hey, you're talking. Now it's 10 o'clock. And you're having a good time. It's midnight. Yay! You know, yeah. old anxiety plays. And maybe you get lucky. You get the kids a girl and all this stuff and it's fun and and, all, and then it's 12 30 and now there's eight hours to go until the next thing happens <laughs> and it's freezing and then it finally happens and here comes a high school marching band with all due respect i can go to a high school football game and yeah. see that it was it, it's very pretty it's something you should see once but my goodness at the end of the day it's a parade i'm good what a buzzkill <laughs> we are it was I, I'm just. Can we please go home? Can, let's just let's just leave. Let's just get out of here. Let's just please. I need to warm up. I think I'm going to freeze to death. I was there from nine oh three to nine seventeen, and uh, I had the same thing. It was fourteen minutes. I'm like, I should do it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about enough. Travis, did all the children have uh, their shoes? So, so Emily sends me a text uh, January second, the morning of. We're getting ready to load into the car to go to the Rose Bowl. Uh, you sent it to me a little bit later in the day, I think. You, I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, 11 or so. I think you sent me a, a, a selfie, and then I responded yes, to the selfie with Yes, that. and so, like, did Bobby remember his shoes? I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I bet you 10 different people texted me New Year's or on the 2nd this year, hey, enjoy the game, make sure Bobby has his shoes. That just everybody now knows that he's the kid. I'm that actually the very disappointed shoes. that he's bringing shoes now. He he got into the car barefoot into it, and I'm like, "You have them? Yeah, I, I'm going to need to see them before I pull out of the driveway." He's 22. It was the day after his 22nd birthday. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to physically need to see them. It's like checking for keys Bobby. or a wallet. You have to physically touch it. <laughs> That's the, before we drove away that night, it's like All right, I need to see everybody's phone. Don't tell me you have it. I kind of need to see it <laughs> because once we drive out of here, we're never finding it again. It, uh, and it's way to ring in the new year. Yep. Speaking of Rose Bowl, I'm going to give this one more, another trivia question coming up. Uh, so, what? <laughs> I just know oh, you know the answer. All right. So, how many finalists, how, sorry, how many Heisman finalists were playing in the 2006 Rose Bowl? So, how many 2005 Heisman finalists were playing in the 2006 Rose Bowl? And so, we'll answer that on the other side. I think I know that one, too. It was, the answer is a lot because there were a lot of really good football players in that game, and we got the game uh, maybe of all time. Plus, the first 2023 Ask Let's Slee, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we got some good ass sleaze coming up here in just a second. Very quickly, two quick tweets here, Al. This is from Big Mace 3000. I grew up in Monrovia, and you are 1 million percent right about the Rose Parade. One and done, hashtag miserable. Uh, Soulless Digital writes, I could not agree with you more about the parade, a a true sleep fest. The crazy thing is, you know how much I love the Rose Bowl game. Yep. Going and spending the whole day. Tradition for you and the fam. It's great, and I look forward to it every year. And the thing that is, I don't know, half a mile away, never again. Never once I think doing it once... I'm happy I went, and then I was back by 918. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's fine. Jason Torres with the first Ask Slee of 2023 writes, Happy New Year, Al. What was your favorite event in American Gladiators? Mm. I'm trying to think here. Um, when they're doing the... Uh, the hand bike? The is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. Do this thing? No, not that. Oh, oh, the hand bike was good. That was that looked hard as hell. (laughs) All all hard. But when they're doing, they're hanging from one. You know, they're just going from the uh, the the ropes that are hanging down. You got the bars. Yeah. And when it kind of started getting close, right? And one guy doesn't get like the other ring that he needs to get. Chasing him. Chasing him. (laughs) So like the momentum of one guy coming this way and the other guy not catching it in time and they catch him there. Now you got all your weight. You got the other dude's weight and you're holding (laughs) on on. and he's just ripping him off. That was pretty damn exciting. That is a very, very good one. There were two that I especially... forgot about the bike. The the hand bike looked... It it looked literally impossible. Like you could be strong enough to do such a thing. The one where they had like the paper door and you had to go charging through it and there would be a gladiator you just didn't know which side (laughs) you was going to be on. So you'd either come through full speed and there'd be nobody there and you'd go tumbling or you'd hit nitro and just absolutely like you hit a brick wall that was great are they they brought that back is it still going on no it's been gone for a while and then american ninja warrior is similar in a way yeah but there's not someone trying to yeah take you out it's just a (laughs) test of your own strength some respect to american gladiators okay (laughs) two quick things on american glad number one the the best game for me do you remember the it was the obstacle course where one of the gladiators had that cannon that shot racketballs yes. at people. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> Where they'd like Man, hunt I haven't the guy gone and back boom, and watch. Boom, boom, and shoot racketballs. And if you got hit with the racketball, you were out. Um, that was amazing. I worked with the guy that created American Gladiators. Wow. Let's just say he lives in a very nice house in Westwood. Then <laughs> 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 he came up with the Damn. idea and put the whole thing together. Yeah. Not a bad way to do it. Your favorite gladiator was whom? I need help with the characters, man. It's been a long time. I only remember Nitro. <laughs> it's the only one I remember. He had like it's funny long, when you when you hair. say that right immediately. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I remember that guy. They're, I need more names. They, they were all named Nitro. Nitro one, Nitro. I think six. I would go WWF and then American Gladiators, and it's like, okay, there's my there's my night. <laughs> I've never a wrestling guy glad. I love Razor Gladiator. Ramon's coming out. <laughs> Jake the Snake. When Slee knows there's going to be live streaming, does he lay his clothes out the night before? Hashtag Ask Slee. <laughs> so I think in the beginning when we started doing live streaming, 
maybe we'd think about it more. I don't know where you are uh, in the live streaming world. Now I pay zero attention because we're on live stream all the time. So it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be radio. I'm going to come in dressed as radio. And if somebody looks and sees that I haven't shaved in a while, eh, what are you going to do? Lay out your trucker hat the night before. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> are you following I, me, camera guy? I, I will occasionally audible out of a hoodie that I have that maybe has a little bit of a food stain on it. <laughs> Just because it's a little too on it's brand occasionally. Black. You're good. Yeah, this, well, this is new. This is the one that I got from Tommy because the day I forgot my clothes. And I had to <laughs> I had to shop out of the promo closet to put together a wardrobe. That's not a good that's not good for Tommy because I could see you be uh forgot forgot again. You're well, just gonna you know have how I feel about half zips. It's you have like eighty percent of, of your gear <laughs> is ESPN LA. I will rep any sort of seven ten product if oh, it's yeah. in half but it's a good before. product too it is it is good product all right this is from uh christopher holmes slee makes it to the nba are you a headband <laughs> guy a full sleeves guy a baggy or short shorts guy tattoo guy a bald guy or a caruso bald eagle guy high socks low socks or no socks there's too much there so Derek, just maybe describe yeah Here, let's yeah yeah what, what would I'll, I'll do be? this um first yes i am a bald guy because I'm a bald guy. Um, headband, playing basketball, I never wore a headband, so I don't think I'd be wearing a headband. If I got to pick between high shorts and long shorts, 100% high shorts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, the long shorts, you can't, I gotta, can't move. So you're going to go rather John Stockton instead of Chris Webber? If I have to pick between <laughs> John Stockton and Gerald Wallace, who's that guy? I think that was uh, one of the players. Um, uh, or Iverson, I'm going to go, God, John Stockton's really high. Do I have to be that high? Uh, well, those are the extremes. Can I like, get like the, the... The Fab Five were the first guys to go really <laughs> right. long, right? And then John Stockton is the... High shorts over low. Let's quintus. put it that way. I'm going... <laughs> Do you have the legs to pull off the Stocktons? Uh, no, I have hairy legs. <laughs> So, so you do. You should wear it. Yeah, yeah. maybe I do have the legs. You should, maybe you should that wear is a thing. like NBA short High socks or low socks. I'd probably go... I might as well go high socks now. I'm already going high. My shorts are so high, I got to cover some part of my legs. Well, so I'm going long, high socks. If you went long shorts with long socks, there'd be no skin. Can't see anything. It'd be like wearing leggings. No, I want to show skin. <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw the off the defender. So what, what else did we have in that? We had, uh, eh, I lost it. Well, <laughs> well, you said the headband. I wouldn't do the headband. No. Um, goggles? I'm not doing <laughs> tattoos, sleeve. Tattoos, no. But the goggles, I wouldn't even need them. But I'd wear them just because. Wear them on the bench. <laughs> just because. How easy? How easily are you? Are you po pointed out by? Oh, this guy that got the goggles on. James goggles. Worthy had goggles on. I would wear every piece of equipment that they offered me. I'll t I just just you got you want socks? Yes. You want wristbands? Yes. Headbands? Yes. Goggles? You can't yes. wear knee pads. Knee pads? Yes. <laughs> I'd wear I'd wear leggings and high socks and long shorts. So it'd be like the, like under uh, what's it called the the stuff that the farmers wear underneath their clothes. What are you worried long about? Johns? You're not gonna long go. Johns, thank you're you. not getting past the three point line on both sides. Yeah, I like to stay warm. <laughs> I'm not gonna be running a lot, so I like to blow it into your <laughs> exactly right. It's air conditioning on. Our first Ask Slee on the phones of the year. Brian in Oxnard. Hashtag Ask Slee. What do you got, Brian? Should people who voluntarily walk around the street in public barefoot be given a citation? And what does Ellen Sleewood think about people that are very dirty like that? All right, barefoot. Um, yeah, listen, uh, there's certain places it's okay to be barefoot, right? Certain places. The beach. Yeah. Home. <laughs> sure. Right? A if, pool deck. If you're uh, a pool deck, if you're going to go get the mail, 
that's probably the furthest that you should go barefoot, right? And, and At you your mailbox. <laughs> be careful. And be careful. There. Be careful that you don't step on anything, right? That should kind of be the end right there. It should be your mailbox. That should be kind of the perimeter. After that, why don't you have shoes on or flip-flops on or anything like that? <laughs> when I see people, when you're just like walking in public and somebody just walking barefoot, like I, I don't, it and they're holding their flip-flops or yeah, they're holding they their shoes. shoes. I'm choosing not to. understand what's you, going you on You mentioned here. being barefoot in the house. You should not come to my house barefoot, and here's why. Well, uh, I shouldn't be at your house well, barefoot, <laughs> but you should be no, at your house barefoot. No, no, nobody in the house should be barefoot, and here's the, the reason why. So I get up. I don't know what it was. One of the days that we weren't working. Mm -hmm. And I walk into the kitchen to make a cup of coffee. And as I walk by the refrigerator, I, I, I the floor is super sticky. And I'm looking around. I don't really see anything super obvious. Mm -hmm. And so I go about my day. I, I don't think about it too much. Because Bobby's friend left the beer in the and it spilled over. And, and it's I'm not cleaning the floor at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'll get to it later. Bobby comes down later. And he's like, hey, the floor's all sticky. What happened here? And I'm like... I don't know. You didn't do it. He goes, no. and he goes, there's a huge piece of glass on the ground. And I'm like, where? He pulls up a piece of glass. It's like this big, right? It's it's a good couple inches long. Jesus. He looks, we, now we've, now you start looking around, there's glass all over the floor. And finally, Michael gets up at like, I don't know, one or whatever it is. Hey, did you spill something last day? Uh, yeah, I, no uh, I dropped the, the jar of cherries, but I cleaned it up. You, your your feet are sticking to the floor. There's giant chunks of glass all over the kitchen floor, and his idea of cleaning it up was like one swipe oh, of a paper like towel. A, that's like a a danger zone. That's like a crime scene right there. He's just eating cherries by himself. <laughs> I think they were making sundays. I think he had his friends over. Can you imagine there making just sundays. waking up in the morning and trying to just go have a cup of coffee. I, I don't know how I didn't see it. It wasn't like it's like you know something when something breaks you get those little teeny tiny pieces. Yeah, it looked like an Indian arrowhead. It was huge. I don't know how I missed it. Bobby's like, it's a weapon used in everywhere. World War II. Didn't clean it up. Just one one swipe of a paper towel, and the, the cherry stuff's not sticky at all. So that was at least he got up perfect. at one to explain everything. Yeah, well, I cleaned it up. No, you didn't. You absolutely did. Should I eat the egg? Yeah, I learned to not uh, wear bare feet or not be barefoot around the house because I once recently stepped on my roommate's cat's stuff. Throw up. And that Ugh. was a, yeah, no, wearing shoes around the house from now on. That'd be the last day that cat's around. I just, <laughs> or I'm moving. No, no, we can. Come Cats on, clean, clean up after your cat. I understand. I'm not blaming the cat. I'm blaming the cat. <laughs> I'm blaming owner. the cat. I'm looking at the cat. <laughs> the hell is this? Like, the cat doesn't know how to get to the bathroom. Look at me. <laughs> Teach the cat how to use the box for its vomit. <laughs> uh, Sleep. I haven't asked Sleep for you. So, what do you got? How many finalists were playing the 2006 Rose Bowl? And can you name them? Okay, I, I think it's three. Three, right? Yes, three is correct. So Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, and Vince Young. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You got it right. That one was kind of easy. I have another one that's a little harder later on. That was a game. Like, you go back, to the, I think NFL Films has a documentary on it. There was a 30 for 30 on it as well. The amount of NFL talent in that game yeah. is, is why. As much why as did you seen. pick that game for the trivia? It's the anniversary today. Today. Oh, today is the 4th, anniversary of it. 2006. Yep. yep. You had set it up for its trivia, and I'm like, well, she's picking this game specifically. This is the anniversary. <laughs> By the way, that I think is the same game that I want to say you, Mason, and Ireland have all said that's the greatest. Sporting event. It's the second greatest thing I've ever seen. And, and it's it's very it's their, close it's to the only favorite. thing I saw that was more exciting and shocking and just completely unexpected was 
Tyson Holyfield won where that's just where stupid. Evander yeah, knocked that's, Mike that's out, it. and Evander was out of the hospital, right? He they, they had the heart thing, and it's like, oh, this is they, they shouldn't even sanction this fight, and Evander just chopped him down. Just absolutely the fact that you said it was terrific. Tyson Holyfield, oh, yeah, I'm done. The there, first one, not the one where he bit him, the one where he just pummeled him for however long it took to finally put him down. I also have uh, a piece of update from Adam Schefter. Uh, oh, so about Demar uh, Hamlin. It's about the Bills' games going forward. So right. well, uh, we can do the other side. We'll get that when we come back. Plus, Trevor Bauer is back. Sleep. Speaking of Tyson, yeah, <laughs> we all got one. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Iron Mike. Trevor Bauer is back with the Dodgers. Kinda. What do they do with that? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.